Music of Kaifa Semenya Zipinko. We also played you normally, Nomalanga. Uh, and um, I want to quickly bring in Ubongani Mahlangu, who is going to help me navigate this wonderful, wonderful artist here that we are celebrating today, Ukaifa Semenya. Ubongani, thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon. Happy New Year, by the way. Good afternoon, Tumelo. And uh, uh, <laughs> we look forward to a happy New Year. <laughs> No, and that, it's good. We're here, we're alive, you know, that's the spirit. Yes, but you see now you are, you know, I had prepared a script, <laughs> now you taken me off my script. Askisi, yes. You know, I mean, these two, song, these two songs you've just done, I'm, I prepared a whole script for it. And now there I am, happy New Year, Rishin. You know, you are taking, you know, remember, um, sometimes you have to be a controlled robot, stick to the script, you know. <laughs> and, no, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, especially with the last song you played. So the thing about it, Bongani, that's, you know, this is why people don't always want to talk to me, because I don't stick to the script. Yeah, you see, that's the problem. Mm, it is isn't. That's the problem. You know, you must follow script. Okay. Let's, because, let's know, try. So so what I'm going to is, do next... The thing is, when you follow a script, it becomes easy to predict you. No. <laughs> <laughs> now that I can't promise. I can't, I can't promise that one. You know, I can't promise you that one. So let's, let's do it in such a way that it works. Okay, so three, two, one... Mongani, welcome to the show. We just played you the most beautiful music, Akaifa Semenya. What do you have to say about that? You know, uh, Pimelo Baby, you know, when you were playing that song, you made me feel like a romantic repertoire, you know, <laughs> sitting under a tree. Shibaba do You know, as cool as summer breeze, baby, you know. The mountain is yours. <laughs> <laughs> you know so he's a storyteller no doubt i mean that's that's what really makes this music uh, magical isn't it yes i mean uh, kaifas is a storyteller if you if you listen to the beginning of uh, right the start of the songs the and nomalan the both songs 
start dramatically. And after a few, after a few seconds or after a minute, and then they sort of calm down. Mm. You know, in, in, in theater or in storytelling, maybe I'll speak more of something that I, I know closest to me. Mm-hmm. In telling folk tales, isn't mm. uh, there are moments during the storytelling when you have to uh, introduce something dramatic to wake up the audience. Because remember, you've been telling the story, say, for the last five minutes or so. Some mm. people are beginning to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the storytelling. So you need something dramatic in the middle of that song mm-hmm. to wake people up. And once they've woken up, and then you can continue telling your, 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 your story. Uh, and then... You, you know, so so Kaifas does this, in these two songs, he does this right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Captures your attention. He says, wake up from your slumber. And once you've woken up, and then he tells you his story. Mm. I mean, this this is then what makes sense, why he is an Academy Award winner. I mean, uh, he he's a talent, no doubt. Um, you know, if you if you listen to a lot of Kaifa Semenya's arrangements, and you listen to a lot, and and, and and you know, he's not released twenty albums, ten albums, you know, but but in the few albums that he's recorded, and in the few songs that we know that we know mm. that have been published mm. are out there for public consumption. Mm. There there are quite a lot of songs that a whole lot of artists of Sbongile Kumalo's stature, mm-hmm. of Huma Sikela's stature, will pick up and, and, and record for themselves. Mm-hmm. Now that tells you, you know, they are appreciating the great work of their mm-hmm. contemporary. Yeah. And you even move out of that, because Sbongile Kumalo is not really a, a contemporary of Kaifas. Mm-hmm. Even the new generation, Tandi Swamazwai in the album Pelede, mm-hmm. uh, um, she covers... Um, one of Kaifa Semenya's composition, uh, Mamani. You know, now that tells you that this is an artist who's planted a seed that you cannot resist. The, mm-hmm. the producer of that seed you cannot resist if you are, if you are, I would say, if your taste of art and your taste of music mm-hmm. is, 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 is more than just ordinary. So uh, let's continue playing the songs um, that we are using to pay tribute to Kaifa Semenya because there's also so much to choose from. Uh, what, what do you want us to play next, uh, Bongani? Um, my, my playlisting is a bit mixed up, uh, mixed up now. I, 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 I don't seem to remember which so song. Let's, let's go with Mamani. How's that? Should we do Mamani? Yes, let's, let's go with Mamani. The original version uh, that they did with, uh, uh, with uh, Kaifas and uh, Jonas. Maybe we'll talk a bit more about that. Sure. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. SAFM get better than this, right? Jonas Gwangwa, Kaifa Semenya, Hugh Masikela. Um, it doesn't get better than this. And this is Mamani, by the way, for those who are No, listening. it doesn't. I mean, the, the, the combination of the three. And I think uh, we, we purposely uh, chose that song because it features the three giants mm. uh, from, from the 60s in South African music. But also the idea behind uh, choosing this type of a song is to highlight something very, very important. But you know, when you are one, 
as an individual, you can only do so much, you know, uh, perform up to so much in terms of uh, excellence. But when you uh, combine forces with another person or even uh, two more people, here you have a trinity of the most powerful forces in South African music from their generation coming together. And the product, which is this song and other songs which are in the album, The Union of South Africa, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, they recorded it in 1971. Some of us were not even born mm. then. But the quality of that music in that album, The African Union, it's symbolic of the significance of putting our efforts together whenever we are doing something so that you know, when you combine these three different powerful efforts, when they come out, they become something much bigger than it would have been if you were just an individual. And and I mean, this is uh, for me. These are these are peers. So I can only imagine what was happening in that recording. In that recording, what what ideas were sharing together? Because we hear the end product. I'm really yes. I'm curious what was happening there behind the scenes. You know. Yes. Now, I haven't had uh, an opportunity to refresh my memory because uh, uh, on that one, because Huma Sikela does speak about that experience in his book, uh, right. Still Grazing. Yes. By the way, that song, Still Grazing, uh, that title, Still Grazing, is a title of his number one hit mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And and when they recorded the Union of South Africa, it was around that time when Huma Sikela was the biggest thing in the in the U.S. of A. Of course, Kaifas was also big, because he was working with the likes of Quincy Jones in the movie. Mm. Uh, uh, oh, no, that was before they worked uh, in the movie uh, The Roots. But he had already started working with the likes uh, of the Crusaders in terms of in terms of groups and all that. He was already recognized in the U.S. as one of the finest composers, one of the finest arrangers of, of, of music. Jonas Kwangwa uh, was building up to uh, uh, helping the liberation struggle through music. So he was also occupying a very important space mm-hmm. in his life and in his career as a, as a musician. So it was, they were doing quite well around that time. So it was not an issue of they came together yeah. because they yeah. were desperate, they yeah. needed to make money and mm-hmm. all that. No, they were all doing well at that time. Their mm-hmm. careers were, 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 were blooming. So, so that, the coming together of the three of them at that point for me, is the most important and, and the most significant. Uh, Just remind thing. me, because I'm, I'm actually thinking now of the logistics. Where was Jonas Gwangwa stationed at the time? Where was he based? Um, I'm not quite sure, but at some point, I think he was briefly based in the U.S., but he was mostly based in the U.K. Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking at this time, I don't necessarily think that he was based in the U.S., but who knows? I mean, maybe maybe it was specifically at the time when he was in the U.S. But remember, at that time, um, uh, they were traveling quite a lot. Yes, that's the in thing. Between, in between the countries, uh, the European countries mm-hmm. or the Western countries, they were traveling a lot. So you will find that maybe Jonas has traveled, traveled to the U.S. Because remember, they were also uh, somehow helping uh, move information around That's during it. the liberation strike as, as part of their travels or mm. when they were touring mm. uh, these or that production they will uh, drop a message to an operative somewhere mm. uh, that was a way of communication mm. okay let's let's play um something else now um because i mean there's a lot to the story um play with fire i think that's a, that's an appropriate uh, song to come up with this is. very very appropriate a very appropriate song and it's an old song but uh, it has a reggae feel to it. And if you, if you listen to the song carefully, and uh, what I like about 
songwriters like Kaifas, when they write a song, they write a song uh, based on the situation mm. at the time. Mm. But you find that the very same situation repeats itself later. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, you, it might look like in a, in a different form, but it's still the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at, uh, 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 look at South Africa uh, for 27 years. Uh, people uh, year in, year out are promised this and that, and uh, it's not fulfilled. That's playing with fire because you're playing with people's emotions. At some point, people will lose their cool. I mean, look at the U.S. now. Uh, uh, Donald Trump says to his followers that they must go to Capitol Hill. These followers go to Capitol Hill and burn everything down. And he comes back and says, no, go home. We don't need violence. That's playing with people's emotions. Mm. You know? Fire, Kaifa Semenya. Bongani, I mean, this is exactly what you were saying. Such uh, a political statement. And he didn't shy away from that commentary. His uh, opinions. Um, I mean, there, there are quite a lot of uh, stuff that I know about Kaifa that a lot of people uh, would not know. Uh, and stuff that I've heard about. And, and uh, But it's things that I would not really want to talk about on radio because he's never spoken a, a, about them mm-hmm. uh, publicly mm-hmm. in terms of his... Political philosophy and his thinking um, around around what's what's going on. So I don't think it's in my place to mm. to say that, mm. um, you know. But but through his music, you could you you can tell that this is a, a songwriter who has a voice. This is a songwriter who who can who can capture and tell the story. Hence, the likes of uh, Steven Spielberg could trust him to write the score for the music uh, for for the production, the color the color purple. You know, uh, Quincy Jones could trust him to write music for his uh, Grammy Award-winning album um, uh, back on the block. So you're, t- you're talking about a giant here. You know, we may look at, some people may look at uh, Brakaifas in South Africa and think, ah, he's just one of us. Of course he's just one of us. He's one of us. Uh, but he also belongs to the world because what he produces is something that could be comprehended globally, not just locally. I'm going to move on to a double play, and I think this this is going to be an interesting conversation. This is Pamelo Gunjan Mama. Yeah, thanks so much for bringing us one of the underrated yet well accomplished musicians. By the way, this gentleman here is respected by the likes of Quizzy Jones for his good writing in terms of music. And I, I don't only respect him for the for his music, I also respect him with the with the way he conducted himself in his entire life you know what his marriage is an example you know what by the way because you were laughing so much about the the april thing and stuff you know that uh, um uh, and relationship 
started with an April. Lady was eating an April, and then Kefas asked for an April, and Lady gave it to the April to to Kefas, and the rest was history. That was the beginning of the long-lasting relationship that they have. By the way, thanks for the lovely show, Gyaktanda. Now, bye bye. SAFM. Yo! I was Pimelo. Yeah, I'm hoping to hold it. The don't know, no. You put like you can ask a goal, look at the 80s. Yeah, ne? For a terrible sister. Yeah, this is a great man. Bye! <laughs> Bugatti. Angelina! <laughs> <laughs> so so here's a disclaimer right so everybody that has sent in their comments via twitter some via private messages i can absolutely assure you are 40 plus <laughs> I am sure they are 40 plus and proud of it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, this is such a beautiful song. So, and, you know, I, 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 I'm listening to it now and I'm thinking yeah. it, it, it's so timeless. It's so timeless. Now, it was 1982 in an album uh, titled Listen to the Wind. That's when this song came out, 1982. Mm. And... Um, for me, this song holds uh, special memories, just like Ausia for me didn't know. Mm. I mean, uh, my father was a very quiet man, mm. but whenever this song came on the radio, and I thank the SABC back then, I mean, I would have been angry with the SABC if they denied me an opportunity to hear this kind of music, mm. because they all played this kind of music on radio back then. Mm. And uh, my father was a very quiet man, very thoughtful uh, man. Whenever this song he, he came out, he, he would beam. Sometimes mm. even sing aloud to the lyrics. I want to take you on a trip to Africa. Mm. You know, he loved this song so mm. much. You know, when a song moves you, and for me, I remember those his happy moments because as a kid, he was my hero. And you have moments in which you remember your, 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 your hero. And when you remember them, you would like to remember them happy. Mm. And you also remember some of the most influential things that they inculcated in you in life mm. because i saw him as a hero as a kid mm. and he never failed me as a as an adult kid he you know he proved that he was indeed my hero yeah. i was correct also to see him as as my hero yeah. because as i was saying to to Josh off air um he taught me parenting mm. how to parent but he, it was not a formal type mm-hmm. of teaching you know he taught me how to parent it's not necessarily that you have to shout at your kid or you have to spank them to do the right thing. You know, when you when you have conversations with them as equals, mm-hmm. you know, in that way you are developing a full human being. Have a conversation with your child. Don't be the boss and the child is the is the child. You shall listen to me. Have conversations and they are most likely to listen to what you say to them because you are prepared to treat them as equal equals and speak to them. As, as equal. So, so that song reminds me of the father, that type of the father who, who raised me up. Amen.